Good morning. It is Wednesday, January 6th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in Scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. Every day, Monday through Friday, our goal on this podcast is to do one thing, spend time before the face of God by reading His Word and praying to Him. This isn't a Bible teaching podcast or one where you should expect to gain a unique perspective on the Bible. All we do is we read a passage and then we dwell on it, leaving us hopefully with one or two things to meditate on for the rest of the day. So let's do that now. I'll read our passage for us, pray, and then we'll dive right into it. This is Mark chapter 1, verses 4 through 8. John appeared, baptizing in the wilderness and proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And all the country of Judea and all Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair and wore a leather belt around his waist and ate locusts and wild honey. And he preached, saying, After me comes he who is mightier than I, the strap of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Let's pray together. Good morning, Heavenly Father. Like we learned yesterday, all the Bible tells us of Jesus. Lord, we pray that this time here in the book of Mark this morning will help us to grow more in love with him, with Jesus. Show us by your word your love for us. Amen. It's funny that Mark would start his gospel by telling us that it's about Jesus Christ, the Son of God, but so far he hasn't actually mentioned him. Our passage today takes us through verse 8, and still Jesus is not to be found. And if we are reading this passage like we want to, like someone who has never read it before or who knows nothing of the story of Jesus, I think we should have to ask why. In yesterday's podcast, we saw that Mark quoted from Isaiah a prophecy saying, Behold, I send my messenger before your face who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. And then in our passage today, we see the fulfillment of this prophecy. John appeared, the passage says, and he was baptizing in the wilderness along the banks of Jordan River and proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. John is clearly a unique man. He lives in the wilderness. He is clothed with camel's hair and a leather belt, and he eats locusts and wild honey. But still, the masses are drawn to him. They come from Jerusalem and from the surrounding country of Judea, to hear him preach and to be baptized and to confess their sins. And it seems that the one who was prophesied about in verses 2 and 3 is himself a prophet, because he's telling all the people that there is a man coming after him who is even mightier than he, and he will baptize with the Holy Spirit. So as we go today, I think there's two things we must notice from this passage. First, John is clearly a great man. He was foretold of even in the Old Testament. He is a bit odd, but it's his message and his baptism that people are coming to see. But he is not the one that Mark wants to tell us about. In fact, Mark uses John to further build the anticipation and the majesty of Jesus. For as great as John might be, 
Even John himself says that one is coming who is even mightier. Second, when we ask the question, why does Mark not jump right in and start telling us about Jesus? Okay, this is cheating a little bit because we're going outside of Mark, but did you notice that this gospel doesn't start with the birth of Jesus? We just came out of Advent season and celebrated Christmas together. But there is no Christmas story in Mark. No talk of Mary or Joseph or the angels or the shepherds or the wise men or the manger or the census. All of it is left out. Instead, we have a short story about John the Baptist. So my friends, my question is, is why would Mark do this? If he wants us to know that Jesus is the Son of God, then why would he leave out the supernatural birth story? Think about this today. And let this question stick with us through the entirety of this book. I think we'll see pretty quickly that Mark's purpose is a bit more unique than that of the other gospel writers in how he wants to make his case for Jesus' divinity. Let me close this in prayer today. Heavenly Father, for me, John the Baptist is one of the most captivating characters in all of Scripture. He lives such a short life. He has such a small role to play in Scripture, at least in terms of how many verses talk about him. And yet the actual role he played is humongous. He paved the way for your coming. He prepared the hearts of Jerusalem and Judea for one who is even mightier than he. God, thank you for John the Baptist that he doesn't stand alone as the figure of redemption in the story of Mark. Though he provides a huge service to the church, he is pointing to something even greater, to you. God, help us not to miss that. And Lord, as we continue to study Mark, help us to notice and be careful to see all the different ways that Mark is pointing to you as the Son of God. God, you are the Son of God. Jesus who came was not just a mere man. He wasn't just one in the wilderness baptizing people. He is the one who came as the Son of God to baptize with the Holy Spirit. Lord, help us to figure out what that means in the context of Mark. Help us to see. Help us to be careful to look at it verse by verse. We ask for your insight. Be with us as we go today. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.